0: are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona
1: State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Today, me and Connor are going to sit down And give our full preview of Arizona State versus Stanford for tonight, of special Friday night game in Tempe. We're going to start off looking at expert opinions from around the web, given their thoughts on the game. Followed up by looking at the spread, making our own different predictions and betting props for the game. And then we're going to close it out, as always, with a score prediction and bold predictions. You wouldn't have it any other way. You're listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And here we go. This is the Friday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. I'm your host, Richie Bradshaw, joined always by my good friend and co host, Connor Drios. Today's a special day. Not only are we doing our Friday preview of the Arizona State game as they get ready to take on the Stanford Cardinal, but they take on the Cardinal tonight it's a special friday night game for arizona state
0: it is not just a friday edition of the pod it is a game day edition of the pod mr bradshaw we don't use the word friday on game days around here
1: yeah 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 today's game day and i'm very happy that it's game day because that means at the end of the day when i wrap up teaching and get ready for my fall break That is so well-deserved, first of all. A little pat on my back there. I get to kick it off with an Arizona State football game and hopefully knock on wood. Not literally, because someone's dogs would go absolutely crazy. I have no idea who you're talking about. I'm definitely not talking about your dogs. But uh, figuratively, knock on wood, Arizona State gets a big win tonight. And I mean, like, statement kind of level big. So, with that in mind, Connor, how the heck are you? I'm doing pretty good. It is, uh,
0: again, a, a game day edition of the podcast. We haven't ha- gotten to do a game on a Friday yet this year, so a little bit of a, a change of pace, not only for the team, but as well as ourselves. Uh, so previewing some of the topics that we normally do on Fridays, but uh, now we get to watch the game on a Friday after work instead of
1: having to wait till Saturday. Exactly. And Before we dive in, remember to follow us on Twitter at RichieBrads36, at Cdrios, and at LO underscore Sundevils. Remember that we put out the best Arizona State Sun Devils content Monday through Friday every single week. It's the best content you're going to find. And, I mean, there's some pretty good Sun Devils content out there. But remember, the Sun Devils listen to our podcast. I mean, how else would they know to make me and Connor look stupid every week?
0: I'm pretty sure all the half adjustments come from our comments after every game. So.
1: Probably, yeah. They, uh, they pull the receipts and they're like, Richie and Connor have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. And we're like, you know what? You're right. And we couldn't be happier to be wrong. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and dive into our first segment. We're going to look at the quote-unquote expert opinions that are surrounding the internet regarding this game. Connor, you got a few pulled up. Go ahead, read read me a couple that you're looking at here.
0: I'll start off with Sporting News has ASU favored in this game 28-20. Sporting News' Bill Bender writes that Stanford has a chance to play spoiler for the second straight week and the Cardinal are 2-2 against the spread as an underdog this season. The teams haven't met since 2018, and the Sun Devils have the best statistical offense and defense in the Pac-12, but Stanford will hang around here as well. I think that's completely fair. We'll we'll talk a little bit about the spread uh, in our second segment, but ASU being favored, especially at home, is not a surprise. The fact that Stanford, and I like the way they worded that, is that they have a chance to play spoiler again for another week. The Cardinals, they're a quality team. I don't, I don't really care what the odds are going into this game. It could be minus three and a half for ASU. It could be minus 15 and a half for ASU. I would still almost feel exactly the same way playing this team on Friday.
1: Yeah, so I do like Tanner McKee. I do like Elijah Hick and Higgins, excuse me. I do like, is it Nathan? Nathaniel Pete? excuse me. I like the pieces that they have on that offense. I think that... If anyone can go toe-to-toe with Arizona State in this defense, it's going to be Stanford's offense, at least regarding who's remaining on the schedule for Arizona State. Obviously, there's Oregon State too. But Stanford's got a really good offense. I think they match up with this very well. I think this is going to be a fairly close game. I love that they said Stanford gets a chance to play spoiler again because that's precisely the role that Stanford is trying to play this week. They're not favored. We're going to take a look at who's favored in that game over unders, money line, all that good stuff in the second segment. But they are not favored. There's a reason they're not favored. But either way, you shouldn't count them out. And quite frankly, spoiler alert, I honestly think I would take Stanford to cover the spread.
0: I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm uh, pretty jealous of the other team being the underdog. I always like being the underdog. I, I just... I never want to look down on another team, not saying that's what the coaching staff is doing or the players by any means at all, but I would always rather be the team that is just not expected to do a whole lot and then come out just firing on offense and defense for the entire four quarters there. I just, they're two quality teams, and if I'm expecting anyone to just come out and surprise, it wouldn't necessarily be ASU. It would, again, be the Stanford team to come into Tempe and play what is what we think is a very good ASU Sun Devils team, and again, use that term spoiler. So with that, let's go to our next uh, expert opinion. So fans said it has ASU will cover against Stanford. Their expert, Reed Walsh, writes, Jaden Daniels is completing 72% of his passes, and the team averages more than 5.5 yards per carry, led by running back Rashad White. This offense is dynamite, and they will have no issue pushing around Stanford's defense that is outside the top 100 in defensive line yards. So the big thing to me there is they're talking all about the run game, which we previewed that on yesterday's edition of the podcast. They're allowing less than 200 yards through the air. I am curious if we look through any of these expert opinions, if they're going to say, well, we expect the receivers or Jaden Daniels to be able to to put up a ton of yards uh, against this defense, at least the secondary.
1: We'll see. So... We we all know that Arizona State's biggest strength comes from the ground game. We also know that Stanford's defense is not necessarily predicated on stopping the run. I think Arizona State is going to have a lot of fun running the football down the defense's throat and just setting the tone entirely for this game. I am curious to see if Jaden Daniels can do anything through the air, though, because if we can get a complete football game, then I feel even more confident than before that we can end up pulling out this one.
0: Going over a lot of these other expert opinions, not a lot of people are are taking Stanford in this, and I I understand taking ASU, but uh, a lot of people are taking ASU and the spread, which is a little surprising to me. Uh, Bookies.com says take Stanford with the points against ASU, depending on which uh, betting app you're using, which we like to use betonline.ag here at the Locked On Network. But they have a 10.5-point spread uh, for this game, the Sun Devils covered a bigger number against Colorado two weeks ago and won at UCLA as an underdog. It just, I don't know. I, I guess I don't care too much about those other games. I care more about what Stanford's done recently, and they obviously had a huge win against the Oregon Ducks last week. So for them to be able to come in, into Tempe and cover is not is not this crazy idea. So the, the amount of experts so far that we're talking about um, that are taking not only ASU to win but also to cover um, honestly is a little shocking to me.
1: I definitely do not like how many people are taking the Sun Devils. Like you mentioned earlier, I will always prefer to be the underdogs. I want to be slept on and I want to prove people wrong. Now, don't get me wrong, proving people right is a lot of fun too, especially when you've got teams that really believe, in, or not teams, uh, analysts that really believe in you to win these games pretty confidently. I mean, again, we'll we'll go over this in the second segment, but ASU has a pretty good over-under for this game. Or spread, I should say. They have a pretty good spread to cover. So we'll see what happens.
0: Last one that we always talk about is going to be ASU's power index. Uh, biggest percentage I've seen so far this season until we get to the last week against U of A, of course. ASU has a 73% chance to win versus Stanford. Uh, again, that's just another expert site that's, Picking ASU, but picking them confidently, I think it's really going to be a tough, hard-fought game. And this, even if you just look at the final score, like let's say we get a late touchdown and we give the ball back to Stanford and they can't put up any points, I, I think it'll ultimately be closer than what even the the final score will be.
1: Yeah, overall, I I do feel pretty confident in this. The power index is always an interesting stat to look at, but it, again, it just these games are won on the field not not in the stats column not in the power index and certainly not in expert opinions but overall i I think a lot of people are confident in arizona state to win this game i'm definitely confident i know that connor is also confident we just want to see it actually happen before we actually move on to the win so with that in mind we're going to go ahead and close out our first segment When we return, we're going to talk about some betting props, over, under, spread, money line, and certain player props that me and Connor have personally come up with. You were listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast.
0: I finally found it. I have found the perfect protein bar. Don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you've tried plenty in the past and they just never worked out. Whether it's the texture or the flavor, I've got one that has everything all packed in one wrapper. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There truly is something for everyone when you talk to a built bar fan such as myself they're definitely passionate about their favorites and if you don't know what the flavors are well you're just missing out they've got coconut raspberry mint brownie double chocolate salted caramel strawberry orange cookies and cream and even german chocolate and you want to know what my favorite is it's got to be that german chocolate if you haven't tried all the flavors you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors not only are built bar flavors the best tasting but they're healthy too if you look at the macros, they've got 7 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Lastly, they have 4 to 5 grams of net total carbs as well. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built bar is the official protein bar of the US track and field team. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED ON, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED ON for 15% off at BuiltBar.com.
1: Welcome back to the second segment of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. We thank you for making us your first listen every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms. With that in mind, let's go ahead and dive into our second segment. Connor and I are taking a look at the spread, the over-under, and some personal made-up player props for this game. So, let's go ahead and start. Connor, please take it away.
0: Well, we always at the Lockdown Network use betonline.ag for all of our betting odds. It's where we go for all of our games. So when we talked earlier about the spread, depending on which betting site you used, the spread was a little bit different. But BetOnline has the spread for this game set at 13.5 in ASU's favor. 13.5 against a good Cardinal team who just, again, beat Oregon, ranked number three overall. Almost a two-touchdown difference.
1: That That is like a really big spread. I was surprised it was that large because... Before we sat down and talked, do you remember what I said? I would have said the spread was
0: like four and a half, three and a half.
1: I said three and a half, I which basically is just home field advantage, and Vegas has go, gone ahead and given us almost two touchdowns. That's a two possession game. That that's huge to the point where I would take Stanford to cover.
0: I would as well, and we'll, you'll see that in my score prediction here in just a little bit. I I think. Like I mentioned in the first segment, I think it'll be a closer game than maybe at least Vegas is thinking. And if we do end up covering that spread, I think it's a late score by the Sun Devils that really push them over the edge that get them to cover. But ultimately, it's just it's going to be a hard-fought battle. Uh, probably several lead changes throughout the game. Would not be surprised if Stanford even pulls off the win.
1: No, of course not. And I mean, we've been praising Stanford all week, and. Short of us beating them by 40, we will continue to praise them after this game because I'm, Stanford has put together a very good football team.
0: That's just reverse psychology, though. We're just talking them up all week just so we can beat them by 40, right? That's how it works.
1: Yeah, it's like when you're playing fantasy football and Thursday night, you kind of get either you get your butt kicked or your players don't perform, so you text your buddies GG.
0: Good games, right? So we, we both took uh, Stanford to cover at 13.5. The over-under is set at 51. What do you feel about 51 for this game?
1: That's going to be really close. I would take the over because I think that this could be another ASU-UCLA game where even though both teams have solid defenses, and so ASU's got a really good defense. Stanford's defense is probably average.
0: They allow over just over 400 yards a game. So while their secondary might be good, they are – not so hot against the run.
1: No, not at all. So I would tell you that I I could definitely see this being a game where the score is deceptively high. I could see both teams flirting with 30 points. So I you said 51 and a half, right? Just 51. Just 51? Uh again, that's tough. I think I would take the over.
0: I'm taking the over there as well. Um regardless of how good the the Cardinal secondary is you weren't going to see i think last week we had four catches over 40 yards you weren't going to see that that's just crazy efficiency that just doesn't happen every week let alone for Jaden daniels right so even if you do get a catch like that i just think we're going to run the ball down their throat and they're not going to be able to stop us we're going to be able to pick up some third downs when we need to through the air but otherwise we're just going to consistently just churn out runs uh yards on the ground we're going to use all of our running backs all of them are going to be effective, and I wouldn't be surprised if, even as a team, they have over, like, six, six and a half, six and a half on the ground.
1: Yeah, give me some Daniel Legata touches this week, please.
0: I, I don't know how much we'll get, but I definitely think we'll get some. I'm, I'm not quite sure what the thought process was to just putting him on the bench completely. So, especially with how good he stepped up in Chip trainum's absence.
1: So, I just came up with this one off the top of my head before we get into our made-up player props. Three and a half touches for Daniel Legata, over or under? I'll
0: take the over. I, I think especially if... If there's a situation where you can be up by like maybe two possessions closer to the end of the game, maybe they even bring in Daniel Nagata for for a couple of those carries. So I think at three and a half, I'd take the over on that.
1: That's dependent on us getting a big lead, I sure. would tell you, because even with a big lead over UCLA, Nagata still didn't get into the game.
0: Yep, that's very true. So for the rest of our player props, Richie, I'm just going to be firing these at you, and we can talk through each of these as you give your answer. Hit so, me
1: r- with your best shot.
0: All right, here you go. Ricky Pearsall. Catches for this game, four and a half.
1: I think that is almost perfect. I think – I don't – honestly, off the top of my head, I don't know what Pearsall's high on the season is for receptions. I can't imagine it's more than six.
0: Last week as a reference, he only had five targets and he caught four of those. Yeah, exactly. For 132 exactly. yards.
1: So we're just not throwing the ball a lot. I will take the over, though, because I think that we're going to find a way to get Pearsall the ball in more ways than one. And avoid the kid in the secondary, whose name I can't remember. Uh Kai- Caillou Blue. Caillou Blue. Correct. Yeah. We're gonna do everything we can to avoid Caillou Blue. So we're gonna we're gonna find ways to get Ricky Pearsall the ball underneath on jets not jet sweeps, but like little touch passes, stuff like that. Screens. Yeah. So I I I do confidently take the over on four and a half caches for Pearsall.
0: I just didn't expect us to pass the ball very much during this game. I, I think you'll see Jaden Daniels kind of right around his average of like 22, 23-ish pass attempts, and that means that Pierre has got to catch at least five of those. Not that that's out of the question, especially if they like to throw it in at the line of scrimmage generally like they do. Um, I think I will take the under, but I will absolutely be sweating my butt off if they go to him early and often in this game. So we are undecided on that one, or at least have a difference of opinions. Now here's an interesting one, and this is kind of one of those props that like, it happens in any betting app you go to, interceptions thrown, right? It's always going to be set, unless your name is like maybe Daniel Jones for the New York Giants. Unless you're playing against him, the, the over-under is set at like .5, right? Do, does the defense get an interception or do they not? So I'm just going to put it at a half. And while that may not seem crazy, Tanner McKee hasn't thrown an interception this year. So yeah, this we be talked a first. about
1: that. 11 touchdowns, zero picks.
0: So with that being said, do you think we get the first interception off Tanner this week?
1: So... Here's the thing. As a betting man, I would take the under. As a Sun Devils fan, I think this is the week that he throws his first pick. But if I had to put my money on it, I personally would take the under. I would bet that McKee is not throwing an interception this week.
0: Well, a Sun Devil fan and a betting fan are just the exact same person to me. So I'm going to take the over on that. It's not like we're going to get four. But I I think with as good as our dbs are if we can get pressure on tanner to just have one bad pass one bad pass i think we can force that turnover there spicy we'll see and if not then we'll come back to this segment next week and we can talk about how wrong i was but i think this will be the week that we get that done last one here uh, asu's run game has over twenty, two hundred and twenty 220 yards on the ground
1: smashy over smash it I, I don't think Arizona State is going to have 200 passing yards in this game. I don't even know if we get 150. That run game, though, I think 220 comfortably. I think we could even flirt with 250 on the ground. Spoiler alert.
0: So just for reference, ASU on the year is averaging uh, 203 yards on the ground as, as a team. Meanwhile, Stanford as a defense is giving up an average of 212. Set so number is just a little bit higher considering we don't expect – the Sun Devils to pass a whole lot. um, And we expect the Sun Devils to be very effective. I think that 220 is attainable. It's not, it's not a small feat, no matter how good we think this run run game is for the Sun Devils. But I would also take the over on that as well. I'm not sure how much of a a smash it is, uh, but I I think they can do it.
1: Yeah. We'll have to see. So with that being said, that's going to go ahead and wrap up our second segment. When we return, we are going to dive into our score predictions, bowl predictions, and end, on a good note, hopefully both of us predicting an Arizona State Sun Devils win. You're listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Football is back and better than ever, with all eyes on the gridiron and every team taking the field and giving us the entertainment that we love to see on our Saturdays and Sundays. Remember that Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive 50% on a welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And we return for the final segment of a Friday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Me and Connor have previously discussed expert opinions. We've discussed betting odds and props and all that fun stuff. Now it's time for the best part of the podcast. We get to sit down and make our own bold predictions as well as a score prediction. Connor, I will let you kick us off with your offensive bold prediction. Please take it away.
0: I think that all touchdowns in this game are going to be scored on the ground for ASU. I think Jaden will still be able to move the ball through the air when they have to. I just don't see any long touchdowns going in their favor. So I think if they're going to be able to move the ball, especially once they get into the red zone, Control that clock, keep the ball away from the the Cardinal offense, and just pound it in with all of your running backs or even Jaden Daniels' legs.
1: I'm going to stay on the same track that you are going for the run game, and I'm going to say that Arizona State, I teased this earlier, is going to run for 250 yards. And in addition to that, I'm saying four touchdowns on the ground. I think that hopefully Nagata gets some touches, but I think that Trey Anum is going to have the best game of his career. I see 100 rushing yards from him. I see even close to 120. I see a couple of touchdowns. Rashad White is just a nose for the end zone. I guarantee, guarantee it, he finds his way into the end zone this week. If he doesn't get into the end zone, I will do a two-minute plank. I,
0: like during the podcast or on Twitter? or
1: No, I'll just... We'll uh we'll record it, and you can put part of it on the Locked On Sun Devils page. So there you go. I am that confident that Rashad White is going to get into the end zone. If not, two-minute plank for me. And then I think Jaden is going to get his yards too. Jaden has proven this year that he is the dual-threat quarterback that we were wondering if he would become. We're still waiting for him to round out his game. He has shown off that he can be the passer that we know he can be. We want to see it consistently on a week-to-week basis. But the one thing that we can rely on every single week and every single game excuse me, is Jane Daniels is going to get his yards on the ground, I think 250 yards and four touchdowns for this run game.
0: That leads us to the defensive uh, bowl prediction. I don't think Stanford allows any receiver to get over 50 yards from the Sun Devil offense. We had talked about last week we had four catches of over 40 yards alone. But the Cardinal secondary is—it's just so much more lockdown this year. So I think we get some dump offs to Rashad White, like we've seen consistently. That's not necessarily bold to predict, but we just—we don't have the necessarily go-to guy. Ricky Pierce saw what he did last week was great, but he's still been hit and miss over the last couple weeks. Um, Andre Johnson—I don't think we've heard his name in the last two weeks. And then you have other guys like Johnny Wilson or LV Bunkley Shelton who have all had nice moments. But if you're asking me who the consistent guy as as receivers go. I still just don't feel overly confident in it. And if we don't have a ton of pass contents for Jaden Daniels, I just, I think the Stanford secondary holds us to less than 50 yards for any one individual receiver.
1: Man, that, that is definitely bold. So at first I thought you were saying that the Sun Devil defense doesn't allow a Stanford receiver to get 50 yards, which I was going to say is like balls of the wall crazy. That's like a five minute plank kind of prediction, but holding the Sun Devils receivers under 50. I mean, that's still pretty bold. I, I will have a gentleman's bet with you on that. Gentleman's handshake right here, ladies and gentlemen. So I I think that a guy like Pearsall could get to 60 or 70 yards. And I think that we could even see may, maybe the return of Andre Johnson and he gets two or three chunk yard plays. But I think someone gets over 50 yards. I, I feel confident about that. Now, I will talk about the Sun Devil defense for my prediction. I stole this one from you. Even though I predicted on the over or over under i said mckee i would take the under on interceptions at a half i am saying that arizona state does in fact get the first interception off of tanner mckee is this this the sun devil fan and you talking this is the sun devil fan and me talking
0: just making sure
1: i think we get our first interception of the year on tanner mckee excuse me we get tanner mckee's first interception and i also think we bring down mckee three different times so I think that this defense is going to play really good football, as per usual, and we just get McKee to play his quote-unquote worst game of the year. I still think that McKee has a really solid outing. So with that being said, Connor, give me your final score prediction.
0: I think ASU, so we, we talked earlier, I, I don't think that ASU is going to cover the spread at 13.5. I am taking them to win 35-24 to 24 with potentially a late touchdown and or field goal. Uh, Well, I guess Phil Gould would work in that sense. But maybe a late touchdown just to be able to put them up top uh, in what would be over a uh, a one-possession game.
1: There you go. And I also said I would take Stanford to cover. And I literally, by the skin of their teeth, have Stanford covering this game. I'm taking Arizona State 34-21. I think that the Sun Devils are going to be able to control the majority of this game. As per usual, I think that this defense is going to clamp down in the second half and limit everything that Stanford wants to do to get back into this game. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not taking Stanford for granted. We have said that all week long. We are not overlooking Stanford. This is a very, very difficult game. If we won by more than the spread, that is a huge, huge win for the Sun Devils.
0: But again, that's just algebra. If we beat Stanford, that means we can obviously beat Oregon. That's just how it works. They don't make up the rules.
1: Seriously, I'm a magician, not not a mathematician. So that's just how it works. That's that's how the cookie crumbles. So there you go. Other puns. Other puns. Uh, forks up, 70 to 7. That's gonna wrap up this week's edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Thank you guys for joining us as always. Cheer on your Sun Devils extra hard tonight. Remember, this is a Friday night game in 10p, so make sure Sun Devils fans. That you are tuned into this game. This is going to be a very big game this year. I'm very excited about it. So make sure you're tuned in watching the game. Make sure that you plug it in with us. Remember that we put out content Monday through Friday every single week. And it's the best Sun Devils content that you'll find. Find us on Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow all three of us on Twitter. That's at RichieBrads36, at Cdrios, and at LO underscore Sun Devils. And as always, Sun Devil Nation, forks up. Thanks for making Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Pac-12. Get all your daily Pac-12 news in less than 30 minutes with Pac-12 expert, Cindy Robinson.